Hi everyone, thank you for listening to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. If you could remember to leave a review um, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks a lot guys. the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Humphrey, joined by my co-host, well, one of them today, Jamie Byron. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. The, the sun has finally come out. I'm quite happy, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm off on holiday to Spain next week, so everything is good. Lovely job, mate. Um, so tonight we're going to, well, last week we did a little duet with us, the podcast, Long Snapper. Which was well, I thought it was great fun, and we are the champions, Jamie. It was great, and as, as Steve said, it was ironic that the the question that won it for us was a kicker, the Harrison Butler. Yeah, it certainly was. It was um, it was good fun with with the guys, and um, you know we appreciate them having us on and letting us put the podcast out on our feed as well. Um, also, just a quick note, our Devi podcast went out on the Saturday as well. They both went out on the same the Devi one. So if you have, I urge you to go and listen to it because it was good fun doing that with Jason as well. Um, so tonight we're going to, thank you, thank you. So tonight we're going to run down some of the NFL news. There's a little bit. Um, and we're also going to look at the, the we're going to from where we left off with our last podcast, we're going to look at the NFC running back room. So, um, in regards to the news, we've got a little bit. The Bills RB to have heated competition, apparently. Jamie? I know we're going to get into the um, uh, the NFC a bit later, but um, I quite like TJ Eldon. It's a bit of a sneaky value pick. I don't... I I, I don't see it with Eldon, to be brutally honest. He, He was... Nothing more than a an okay complimentary back in Jacksonville. I don't think he's going to be anything more than that. I think that's kind of the ceiling in the Bills because they've got they didn't bring Frank Gore in for nothing. They didn't bring. They've still got Sean McCoy. They could have released him and saved a lot of money earlier in the off season, and they didn't. And then they drafted Singletree. So I think. Uh, it's it's a bit of a mess if that makes any sense because you just you, you don't know who's the one you want. Yeah, I get that. Um, I mean, Frank Gore's obviously definitely see touches. I oh, is is Sean McCoy still going to be there? I don't think he will be. But um... well, I think if they were going to release him, then they would have released him and they would have saved a load of money earlier in the off season. So it makes no sense for them to release him now. I think they could trade him though. And get something back um, a bit later on in the season. I mean, I mean, maybe we're talking—I don't know—week three or week four of preseason. Maybe someone goes down injured 
Um, Maybe. I think the Bucks would be a nice landing spot for Sean McCoy if he's got anything left, to be honest. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, Tyreek Hill was met with investigators. No timeline on this ruling. Um, he's getting an eight-game ban. We've said that for ages. I don't think he will. I think it's going to be a four-game ban. But um, I, 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 I don't. I think I thought he's... four games. If they if they release him, if they ban him just for four games, then the NFL is turned soft. Well, they are. But <laughs> I um, I think his dynasty value has gone up a little bit more though than what it was. It's no, it's it's gone. It was obviously at its lowest. What let's say two months ago when yeah. all this come out. Um, I think his dynasty value has gone up a little bit more. I I acquired him on the cheap in a couple of leagues in dynasty. Um, let's not let's not beat around the bush. He's a horrible human being, but we're we're playing fantasy sports here. We we want to win, um, and he yeah, certainly I, can give you he can certainly give you value. Oh, definitely. But I I think the interesting thing with obviously with Tyreek is. He does. He steps out of line, even just slightly. He's gone, and he is not coming back. Yeah, so, no, I, 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 I agree. I, I did say I thought the Chiefs would have cut him by now if if this was very as clear cut, um, yeah. like they did with Hunt. Um, you know, I did say that a couple of weeks ago on the pod. I just. I, I have, I, I have just, I've seen these values sneak up a little bit more now in dynasty leagues. Back, to, not back to its normal value because let's just take all of what he's supposedly done out of the equation. Um, his normal value was, I don't but know, he what, have been a what would you have him as? Yeah, top five wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah, well, I did a draft three weeks ago. Yep. three and a half weeks ago, didn't see draft, and I picked him up in the middle of the, middle of the eighth. I was like, I yep. can't, I have to take that chance. I, when, was, when was that, three weeks ago, did you say? Three odd weeks ago, I think, maybe, maybe yeah. two, yeah, something like that. See, I don't think you'd get him there now. I think you may get him in around four or five of the start. Yeah, I was thinking five. Um, so, you know, it's just something to watch. I mean, you're not going to pick him up for as cheap as what you was a couple of months ago now, but no. just something to watch. And um, we obviously don't condone what he's done. He's a horrible human being, if he's done what he's done. Um, that's pretty much it, I think, for the news. Unless you've got anything else you'd like to add? You got the. It's not well. It it kind of is fantasy related. It's the um, the Bengals rookie, the left tackle Williams going down. He had a one oh, yeah, he's I think out for the, yes, he's out for the season, isn't he? Which people. I've it's not great for other, Andy Dalton. Well, this is the thing. I've listened to podcasts and some people have been, oh, it's it's going to hurt Joe Mixon. It's going to hurt Andy Dalton. It's Because it hurts Andy Dalton, it's going to hurt AJ Green. I don't see that, mainly because they're basically running back the same offense, sim- a pretty similar offensive line as they did last year, I believe. I'm sure Adam KV will come at me saying if I'm wrong or not, but I, I, I believe they are. So I don't think it really affects the value. Much to me, I still think Joe Mixon's a first-round pick. I still think AJ Green is a back end of the second. Is kind of where he's going, which it could be a steal. And Andy Dalton is everyone knows I like Andy Dalton, but <laughs> I think Andy Dalton's a super flex QB at this stage of his career, to be honest. But um, I 
I agree with you on AJ Green. I think he's very undervalued within oh, the massive. community. At, within the community at the minute, um, yeah. I agree he's, with he's, you. On, he's a top ten wide receiver. I, I I agree with you on uh, Joe Mixon. I just I do worry. Why the hell did they draft two running backs when they've still got Gio Bernard there? I I just find it very strange what they did in the draft. Um, Gio's, Gio's gone next year. Yeah, definitely. But Rodney Anderson, he could be a I mean, before the draft, he would have been a day two pick in the actual NFL draft. Um, he was probably one of the best running backs coming into this class before his injury in college. Before his injury, he's um, probably, he's probably, probably the, he's the most two. talented. Yeah. Um, and everyone knows I like Travion Williams, and I hated that landing spot when he landed there. Um, I, I just... I. I wonder. I, I, I'm certain. Look, I wouldn't go at anyone for picking Joe Mixon in the first round of an NFL draft. In fact, I have him as my number six running back. Um, oh, I've taken Mixon ranking. a couple of times when I've been at the 108, 109. If he's there, I'm taking him. Listen, I'm taking him over Todd Gurley. Put it this way. Um, yeah. Right now. Um, so I, you know, I don't hate it and. Like I said, it's, um, I, ju- I just found it very strange that they brought two running backs in with in with in the draft. Sorry. Yeah. Right, that's pretty much the uh, news rundown for this week. Um, we must let you know that Mr. Big Chest is um, out at one of his famous clubs again. So um, <laughs> that's that is why he's not on the show tonight. But we will we we hope to have him back next week. <laughs> we're, we're not as important, mate. No, well, we're not. You know, it's just, it's Thursday club, isn't it? It's like um. The old Weatherspoons, the old curry club at Weatherspoons on the Thursday. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's doing tonight. Yep, once again, everyone. So if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code Kickers Matter, all lowercase, you'll get 15% off premium membership. It's a great little product. I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours. A must have for any sort of fantasy player um, gives you so many stats on their start sits etc awesome product so that's once again that's sportssabermetrics.net promo code kickers matter all lowercase right jamie let's um get into the nfc running back rooms. So we're going to start with the NFC East and we'll, we will start with my New York Giants. So it's, we've got here Saquon Barkley, Wayne Gorman, Elijah Penny, and they did bring in Rod Smith from the Cowboys as a free agent. Um, I mean, Saquon Barkley is the clear cut 101 in a lot of, a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know you feel a little bit different. I think you had Alvin Kamara as your 101. Yeah. He, um, it's not like I'm slighting Barkley. He's my, my 102, but, <laughs> I believe he's. I, I actually this. I actually listened to a pod today. I can't remember when it was, but they um they had Barkley outside the top six running backs this year. Um, I can I can I, I, I can see, I can the, see it. No, yeah, I can see the reasoning behind it. I um I think the Giants with the loss of Odell Beckham, which is you know it's not great, is it? So uh, it's it's. People teams would just stack the box against the Giants now but because I, it's not the Odell Beckham threat. But I will say that 
I think you're wide receiver three or wide receiver four. Is it Cody Latimer? Did say that the, yep. the Giants uh, wide receivers could be dominant this season. They certainly could. I I I, I was going to do an article on the Giants receiving core. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I actually think Corey Coleman has value in deeper leagues. I'm, I'm talking deep leagues here, like fourteen man, sixteen man leagues. Oh, he does as the third, they... as the third round. They've not bought in anyone to. He's the number three wide receiver. They put him as a time. They put a round two tender on him, didn't they? Yeah, and Corey Coleman is the only guy that can go deep within that wide receiver core. Now, what I think they need to do is move Evan Ingram to wide receiver. That we've gone straight onto wide receivers from running backs here. (laughs) um, No, it does. It does all benefit it because you know, as I said, with Barkley being outside the top six. I think the Giants do need to move Evan Ingram to a wide receiver position, and I believe they should play Rhett Ellison as the tight end because he's a fantastic blocking tight end. Um, back to Barkley, I just, I can. There's going to be regression here. He's not going to be as dominant as he was last season. Um, he's still my 101, but yeah. that that would be in dynasty. Um, I think if I'm playing redraft, I think Zeke Elliott is my 101. Um, in regards to the others, I don't believe they hold much value. Wayne Goldman, Elijah Penny, Rod Smith, I, I believe they're just a ha- they're ha- one of them is going to be the handcuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I um, think if you own, if you if you draft Barkley and you're in a deep density, get Goldman. I don't think it's Goldman, I think it's going to be Rod Smith. The Cowboys like Rod Smith. I really do think it's going to be Rod Smith, and I, they I liked him so much I, they got I, rid of him. Well, they just didn't—they just didn't re-sign him, did they? They just let him go. Like, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've got a funny feeling it's going to be Rod Smith, but that's just me. Um, I, I, there's not really much more to add to the Giants running back room here. Um, the next running back room is quite interesting: the Redskins. So we've got Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis. Bryce Love and Chris Thompson. Um, I'm going to say it now. Adrian Peterson is the starting running back for the Washington Redskins. Oh, totally, mate. We we talked about this on the pod a couple of months ago, and we both. I think with Steve was on. I don't know if Steve was on or not because he probably would have disagreed with us because he does. He's a big guy's guy. I don't think he was yep. on actually. I, we, I think Bryce would Peterson, be good back end yep. of the season, starting next year. That's that's for me. I think they're going to be tread very softly with Darius guys. They're going to start with AP, and the guys will see more work as the season goes on from week four to week six to week eight. But I, I think AP is the, the the starter on week one. No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I, I've if I've owned Darius guys in any league, I've been selling him this season um, and last season. I just. It's a very hard injury to come back from, from what he's going to come back from. And, and he's had complications with it. Um, and the fact that they dry, drafted Bryce Love in the fourth round, who also has had his own injury concerns. Yeah. Um, I think this is Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson's backfield for the start of the year. Yeah, totally. I think if, if Chris Thompson can stay healthy, I think he's in for a yeah. big year. Oh. And he, he, he has value, Chris Thompson, because when he yeah. is healthy, he's, he's fantastic. And you can snag him. I, I, I've just done a start-up. Um, it's like a 24-man team start-up. It's, it's mental. Um, but there is two of each player in the, uh, yeah. in the league. 
um, Dynasty Degenerate Six. Um, but I, I, I snagged Chris Thompson in the last round for that draft. Yeah. And it's just... I think there's value with Chris Thompson. I think Chris Thompson is obviously he's a flex play. He's a flex play yeah. that you can probably... You, the, the difficulty is you can either get... I don't know. He's like a Naheem Hines. I would say he's between a Naheem Hines and a, and a Tariq Cohen. He's nearer Cohen for me. Definitely. I think uh, uh, on any given week, you can get six, six, seven catches for 85 yards and a touchdown and, and eight carries for 45 yards and maybe a touchdown. Probably not. But as a flex play, it's great. And just just for me, if you're playing redraft, don't draft Darius Geis. Um, draft. Adrian Peterson very late because you will get him very late and yeah. draft Chris Thompson very late because again you will get him very late both will be solid flex options for you um, I believe Darius Geis is the dynasty owner uh, the dynasty own sorry is the guy you want to own in dynasty and I, I believe Bryce Love will have value as well because they draft yeah. him in the fourth round so they obviously like him um, it's just for this year for me it's Peterson and Thompson Agreed. Okay. so now we move on to Geis later on sorry Later on in the year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Maybe he's a buy low target. I don't know what week five, six in the season. Yeah. And now we move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so here we got Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood, Josh Adams. It's a packed running back room. Um, I don't think they're going to move away from the committee approach that they do. I, I but I believe the committee. He more of a one-two in Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders. Yeah, I think the, the the worrying thing about Sanders is the last time I I saw anything was about him was he wasn't wasn't trained wasn't with the team or doing drills with the team because of an injury. So it's a bit disconcerting for that. But um, I still think that uh, I haven't got any Howard anywhere. I've got. A bit of Sanders, um, I think. He's... You Howard, as we're getting to that, as we're getting to that sort of time, Jordan Howard as a late. I, I mean, sort of the draft. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know with Howard. It's I think he's Howard's going to do. You kind of know what Howard's going to do. If that makes any sense. You kind of yeah, but score get... touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> they they will use him on the goal line. Um. I don't know. I think Sanders is obviously the one you want to own in Dynasty. Oh, yeah. Um, I, th- I think but next year. I do, I do believe Jordan Howard will have value. Oh, he's definitely redraft. got value. He's definitely got value. Um, so now we move on to the Cowboys. We've got more of a bell cow role here, obviously. So we've got Zeke, Darius Jackson, and Tony Pollard. Um, don't you forget Mike Webber. Well, Mike Webber as well, yeah. Don't you forget Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm sort it's of, similar to the Giants, mate. It's similar to the Giants. Zeke's the one you want to own. Um, we've just seen the trade go down for Zeke, actually, in the league. Maybe we should mention it. Maybe we shouldn't. But <laughs> I, I literally just want to puke. A bit of puke came up in my mouth there when you mentioned that trade. Just a little bit of puke. And it was, ah, yeah. oh, we, mentioned it. we won't mention the participants, but we'll mention it. So it was Zeke for Nick Chubb, um, Duke Johnson, and a third-round pick. So the listeners can give us their thoughts on that. Um, I know what side I'm on of it, but um, 
know what side you're on of it, is it? Oh. Yeah. It was an interesting one, let's put it that way. Um, yeah, I didn't... As you, as I've said before about Nick Chubb, I, I like Nick Chubb a little bit more than I think you do. I, I believe he's a better running back than Kareem Hunt. But, um, yeah, that there was only one winner in that trade for me. Right, as I said to you, I'm not accepting that trade for Joe Mixon, Melvin Gordon, DJ, Lev Bell. So why would I accept that for the potentially the 101? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I, I just, what I would say with the Cowboys going into the season, um, watch out in pre-season to see what they do with the running backs because it would be very interesting to see who the handcuff is to Zeke. I think... I think it's Tony Pollard at the minute, but... I think if Zeke goes down, it'll be more Webber because Webber's... A, I think Webber's a better runner, but Pollard's better out the backfield. He's got better hands in him, so I think you'll see more of Pollard potentially to start with, but if, if they... I think with Zeke, if, if he has, I don't know, a quarter off because the Cowboys are 35 up, then I think you're going to be likely to see Webber. But God knows. <laughs> God <laughs> Um, so that that covers the NFC East. We will move on to the NFC North. North? 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 Um, North? North. <laughs> King of the North. Uh, we will start with... Um, you, you won't get that reference because you don't watch Game of Thrones, you weirdo. <laughs> I was about to say, say the fact that you watch Game of Thrones, so you are a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> we will start with the NFC North and we will start with the Lions and... Um, Jack's favourite running back, Kerry on Johnson. Who I recently got... traded for. Oh, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> um, that's my first share in Kerry on. I'm very proud of you. Uh, we've got CJ Anderson and Theo Riddick in this backfield. Um, I'm, I've made it no, there's no secret. I, I think Kerry on will be a top 10 running back in fantasy. Um, next season. It's a hot take, I know, but I just. Th- th- the, the, the Lions are going to run the ball a hell of a lot next season. Um, and I've just done an article on potential RB breakouts for fantasy pilots. And I've put Kerry on at the top of that list. And I believe, I, I think he's going to get over 1,200 rushing yards, um, about 300 receiving yards. And I think he's going to get about 10 touchdowns. That's my prediction for him. I think he, I think he's going to be amazing. Um, CJ Anderson will have value I think they might use him on the goal line every now and then um, I, I think Theo Riddick's time here is I believe they can get out of his contract quite easily next season so I believe his time's dwindling down so to speak oh yeah he's gone at the end of the season if not before yeah yep. um, like I said I think CJ Anderson has some sort of value he's someone that again for the value that you'll get him at I wouldn't mind stashing him at the end of my bench and if you have to use him as a by week filling, maybe as a flex option. If you've got him, yeah, target the carry on owner. Definitely, definitely. But um, I mean, I know you've just traded for carry on. I, I don't, I don't expect you to have my prediction on him. But um, what's your thoughts here? Well, I, I traded. I had. I ended up. The trade was. I traded JJ, Osega Whiteside, and. Carry on uh, and uh, Dalvin Cook for Carry on Johnson and Mike Williams. It's a pretty fair trade either side. I had Dalvin Cook higher up in my rankings and Carry on and 
Mike Williams was higher up in my rankings than JJ, so it's kind of it balances out all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with with carry on, I know we know that the Lions want to run the ball, and I haven't heard anyone think what I'm about to or say what I'm about to, what I'm about what I'm about to say because I don't know. I, I, all this kind of they ran the ball so much last year. Yep. Which everyone's going well. The Lions want to do it, but the little the little fact that Matt Stafford was playing with broken bones in his back. You you hand the ball off. You don't get your quarterback hit. I think uh, I, they, think, I think they're going to pass the ball a bit more than people think they are this year. I really I do. I think they will, but I, I think it's more of the OC as well. Daryl Bevel um, coming oh, from okay. Seattle. They, they want to run the ball. Um, I just I. But the thing is, with carry on, you can give him them little dump off passes as well. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, the addition of TJ Hawkinson is great for carry on Johnson because TJ Hawkinson is a fantastic run blocker. Yeah. Um, we will move on to the Packers. No more hot takes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so we got Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and Trey Carson in this backfield. Um, Haven't they got another the Packers, Williams? They draft another they, Williams. Oh, yes, Dexter Williams. I believe. Yeah. I believe it's Dexter. Yes, it is Dexter Williams. Yes, they did. You're all right. Um, a deep sleeper. He is a deep sleeper because I hated the head coach change here. Um, we're going to get what we saw in Tennessee. I just know it. And it's going to be Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams mixed in. Um, if they had any sense, they use Aaron Jones from, from the get-go. But I... I it's a situation I'm avoiding, and I've had shares of Aaron Jones, and I, I've been selling them. I have zero shares of Aaron Jones. I have a couple of shares of, of Williams, but Lafleur came out today, I think it was, or yesterday, saying that they wanted to wanted to get the the running backs more involved in the passing game, um, which makes me lead to believe that I think Williams is a he's a better pass he's a better pass blocker than. Yeah, he's a better blocker than Aaron Jones, yeah. and it, and I yeah. think he's I generally think he's got better hands than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a better runner, but yeah. what what the flow saying I, I just, leads I, me I think to think that we're going to see more of Williams, not more uh, not more uh, of Williams than than Jones, but more than we think we will see. Uh, for me, I'm avoiding Aaron Jones. Mm. I would take a flyer Probably. on Jamal Williams very late. Because um, Jones can't stay it, healthy. No, and it's, it's, it is this head coaching change. I just know we're going to get what we've got in, tight, in Tennessee, and I, I just, well, I, I don't want no part of it. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Jones in the long term is probably the guy you want to own in Dynasty, but I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't Aaron Jones. I, I mean, I'm taking guys, he's going in the range of guys like Leonard Fournette, um, Marlon Mack, he's going around there, shall we say? I bet he's going ahead of Devonta Freeman. Oh, Aaron. Well, I'm taking Devonta Freeman and oh, Aaron Jones as well. Yeah, and Marlon back. So, yeah. I listened to a podcast today. And they thought Aaron Jones would be a top five running back. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> wow. So we move on to the. Alexander Matteson and Michael Boone. 
Um, this is an interesting one. I've got Dalvin Cook ranked as my eighth dynasty running back. I love Dalvin Cook, obviously from Florida State. Um, but Madison intrigues me. Madison's a plodder. He intrigues me. He's a worse me, version of Latavius Murray, mate. Uh, yeah, but he is the handcuff to Dalvin Cook at the minute. Yeah, I'd say. Was anyone excited to start Latavius Murray last year? Anyone? He was a, he was a flex option, though, wasn't was he? Was anyone time? excited to start mm-hmm. Latavius Murray last year when Dalvin Cook wasn't playing? Anyone? No. No, but he was a flex option. I think the I think if Dalvin Cook goes down, you better hope you've got Adam Thielen or Stefan Diggs on your team because they're going to see a lot of the ball. I think Carl Rudolph in redraft, to be fair. I think mean, Carl Rudolph is a lot of the ball. You mean, you mean top four tight end, Carl Rudolph? <laughs> no, well, that's not happening, is it? But, um... <laughs> Sorry, if no one knows what I'm talking about, that was someone said that on another podcast, and I, I nearly. Wow, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, I mean, Dalvin Cook's a guy you want to own in dynasty leagues. I, I would target him. I think you can still get him cheap because I think people are worried about the injury concerns with him. Um, I would definitely target him. And I, I didn't trade Dalvin Cook you... away because oh, I was concerned about him. I, I traded him away because I had no shares in carry on. I thought I might as well have one. <laughs> well, I'm very proud of you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Madison's the guy that you want as the handcuff. I would be certainly handcuffing Dalvin Cook if I had him. Yeah. Um, we will move on to the Bears. And again, another guy I love. It's David Montgomery. Tariq Cohen, Mike Davis. Um, I love Mike David Montgomery. Um, I, he's Nagy's guy. Nagy's finally got his free down running back that can do everything. Tariq Cohen will see stuff. I, I believe Tariq Cohen will be a flex play at times this season. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've already discussed it, but David Montgomery's the guy you want to own in this backfield. Pick up Mike Davis later on in drafts as well. He's going to do a lot better than people are thinking. Yeah. I I, re- I still like Mike Davis because all, think about it this way. Draft Mike Davis, get him late, stick him on your bench. And if Tariq Cohen or Montgomery have any kind of injury, he steps straight into their spot. I, st- I think there's, a good, there's an opportunity there for Davis. They, they didn't bring him in to do nothing. No, I mean, we'll see where we go, but I, I just, I love me some David Montgomery. I, as I said, he's Nagy's guy. And Nag, he, he, he's comped with Kareem Hunt, and we saw what Nagy done with Kareem Hunt. So, um, I, I, I'm someone I'm targeting everywhere, if I can get him, David Montgomery. Yeah. And as I said, Tariq Cohen certainly has value as well, as a flex option. We will move yeah. on to... Your division, Jamie, the NFC South. And we will start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we've got Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, Sean Wilson. Um, they've got Ellington there as well still? Yeah, they've got Andre Ellington. Yeah. Um, it's a mess. I, I I think Ronald Jones is the guy you want to own. Who's the week um, one starter? Ronald Jones. Peyton Barber. You think? Yeah. All right. And do you know what? You can get Peyton Barber. Uh, not late, late, but but you can get Ronald Jones late. 
You can get Ronald, Jones is, you can get... Ronald Jones is going a couple of rounds before Peyton Barber, at least. Because, I would guess. Yeah. I'm not even looking at ADP. And I would rather take Peyton Barber at their I, ADPs. I, I, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I just, I don't, I, I, Ronald Jones is the guy you want to, I, I, I would agree with you more in redraft. Um, but Ronald Jones is the guy you want to own in Dynasty for now. Uh, yeah, I I can kind of see where you're coming from. I, I'm I'm thinking more the more in a way that even in even in Dynasty, I'm going to treat Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones like it will redraft because the Buccaneers, once they see the shit show of the running backs, their running backs this year, they're going to draft one early next year. Well, they're, they're, of course, they're going to trade for someone like the Sean McCoy and just stir the pot even more at some Why point. Why didn't they just go for Tevin Coleman? Well, yeah. Disgusting. It's a, it's a situation, I think, you... I mean, I've had Ronald Jones in Dynasty Leagues. I've sold him this off-season uh, just due to the buzz. I, I, I think if you own him, sell him in the Dynasty League. Um, I, I, it's a situation, if you can, I would avoid it. If he's there and it's value, just pick him up. You never know what you're going to have, but he's not like he hasn't shown anything. No, that's it. If he's there, like you said, if he's there and there's value, pick him up. But in all honesty, if you can, avoid it. Yeah, for me, don't be, don't be afraid to pick to, to draw Peyton Barber either. No. Um, so we move on to the Panthers, and we've got Christian McCaffrey, Cameron Artis Payne, Jordan Scarlett. Um, and Elijah Holyfield, who's still running his forty. It's, oh, <laughs> only, oh, yeah, it's it's only Christian McCaffrey you need to even be thinking about. I wouldn't even bother. Uh, maybe you pick his handcuff. I up, think Scarlet is the handcuff. Yeah. Personally, I think it's. Uh, I think McCaffrey is the, got the potential to be the RB one. Yeah, certainly. Definitely. Um, I had him last year. He was he was brilliant for me last year in fantasy. I love Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So it's again, it's pretty. I let's just say it's a clear cut situation there. Yeah, and Jordan Scarlett, Jordan Scarlett, probably your handcuff. And again, like the Cowboys, watch what they do in preseason with the running backs just to see. Yeah. Um, we will move on to the Falcons then. So here we've got Devontae Freeman. Ito Smith and Quadre Olison. Um, like we've already discussed with Devontae Freeman, he's a steal where he's going. I do worry with Dirk Cutter. I, I, I've just done an article on um, who was I doing? Who's the running back? Oh, Ronald Jones, because I've done him as a potential RP breakout, sorry, on my article. Um, so I saw some stats with Dirk Cutter and Devontae Freeman when he was at the. Um, Falcons. The wasn't it the year, was was it the year that Freeman was the RB one? No, it wasn't. It was the year, year before after. when uh, he was the, he he was gone. The year that Freeman was the RB one, so it was the year before, and I think Freeman had in total about four hundred and twelve rushing yards. That was it on the season. He was, and I don't even think he had any touchdowns, or he may have had one or two. I can't. I can't remember my article. Um, I just worry with that. I, but the value of Devontae Freeman screams at you in drafts. Any mock draft that we've done at the minute, he just falls. And I think people just forget about him. He's 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 moving up. Let's put it that way. Like 
I've drafted him in the fifth round a couple of months yeah. ago. I've drafted him in the back end of the fourth, late kind of fourth round, like six weeks ago. And now I'm reaching to get him because I just think if people label Freeman as injury prone. He's not injury prone. I think with Freeman is there is a slight, slight concern about concussions, but yep. it's not injury as in he's not massively injury prone like someone like, I don't know, oh, I'm trying to think of an injury prone, like Leonard Fournette or someone like that whose ankles and noodle legs, you know what I mean? But I just yep. think with Freeman, if you're taking Freeman, you're, getting, you, you're probably getting a steal because you have the potential at what where... Where he's been drafted, you're not going to find anyone else who's got the potential to be the RB1 there. No, no, I, I agree. I, I, in regards to the handcuffs, you've obviously got Ito Smith and Quadri Allison. I, I've got shit in both of these guys. Um, I, 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 I believe Ito Smith is the direct handcuff to Freeman, but I believe Allison could potentially be the Tevin Coleman. I, um, Ito Smith isn't anything special. No, but at the minute, he's the handcuff. Yeah, he's the handcuff. He's, he isn't anything special. He he did okay last year, and his, nothing kind of stood out to me. Um, I think he'll see a little bit of work. Um, I think Ollison will get more touchdowns than Ito Smith because I think the Falcons have drafted Ollison as that. We struggled around within like a couple of yards away from from the from the end zone where we were trying to yeah. run the ball last year and the and the year before. And I think that he's a bruiser, and I think that they will use him up near the goal line. I think they both certainly have value, and I think if you can get get hold of them in especially dynasty leagues, especially with the Freeman old, I would try and get hold of both of them guys yeah. um, and just see. Who, just see what happens. But, we will move on to this. Sorry, I was going to say one thing. If if the Falcons come, what what the, what weeks the trade deadline? Is it eight. Yes, week eight, isn't it? Yeah. If let's say week seven comes, the Falcons are five and two, six and one. Freeman goes down with a season-ending injury, which he hopefully he won't do. Don't be surprised to see the Falcons trade for someone, a McCoy, or is anyone someone like that who because. I think if they're in a position, good position, kind of. Wouldn't wouldn't someone like Duke Johnson be nice there? Not as a runner, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, but you could use the other two as the main bell cows. Yeah. Sprinkling Duke, I, I would like that. Yeah, I don't think. I still don't think the Browns would trade him. I think. I think they trade him. I don't think they do. Well, that's a bit a bit for late one of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the Saints. So here we've got Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray and Dwayne Washington. Um, we've already said that you've got Alvin Kamara as your 101. I don't hate it. I yeah. certainly get where you're coming from. I love Alvin Kamara. I think he's one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. Um, Latavius Murray does has does have sneaky value, though. Oh, massive. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm... Do you know what? I'm in the Dynasty League and someone dropped him. Um, at the end of last season, and I just I thought I had a spare spot on the bench, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to stash him, see what happens, see where he goes. Just <laughs> what's a landing spot I've got? I've already got I've got Kamara in that league as well, but I just thought 
I've just I've come out like smelling the roses here. Really. It's, it's always nice when it happens. But I'll, I'll say yeah. something about Murray: is if you're going zero RB strategy, yep, you'll pick Murray up and don't be afraid to use him as a starting running back because he'll see work every single week. No, I agree. I, I say uh, Dwayne Washington for me doesn't really have any particular value. Um, unless there, Brandon... didn't they draft someone as well? Oh, I, I, again, I've just got my list in front of me here, so I've just I mean, got the top three. Go. They may well. Right, Jamie, we will um, move over to the NFC West and we will start with the Arizona Cardinals. So we've got David Johnson, Chase Edmonds and TJ Logan. Um, David Johnson's obviously the bell cow here. I've, um, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, what a tactic I like to use is take handcuffs of so-called injury-prone running backs, um, even if I don't have the running back himself, the bell cow. So I, I've got a lot of shares in Chase Edmonds across leagues. Yeah, I can see what you mean. I, I, I would, I would want to get some of Chase Edmonds. Um, drafting him in the very, very late. Um, I don't think David Johnson is 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 an injury-prone running back, per se. But I just, I think we just don't know. We don't know what Kingsbury's going to do. Yeah, it's just going to be very air right I, I listened to saying earlier and he was he was just gonna it was like oh um apparently he's told his wide receivers that to stick to their roots but if they see like open grass go for it or something i was just it's going to be mad i think i th- i genuinely think this is going to be a massive bounce back season for david johnson i think he's he, i he, agree i agree he's gonna i think he could be phenomenal this year I agree. I, I, I would know with David Johnson his age for, in Dynasty Leagues. I think he's 27. Um, it's just something worth to know. I don't think he's got many more years as that bell cow guy, especially with the injuries that he's had. Um, it's just something I know. I would know, but I, I agree with you. I think 2019 will be a massive bounce back season, season for David Johnson. Totally. What was it last year? He was what? I think he was RB ten or RB twelve. RB twelve. And, last and everybody year hated him. He thought they yeah. thought he did horrendous. Yeah, he was still yeah, an RB one. You didn't. People didn't draft him to be an RB twelve, did they? Let's no, be honest. but but you, you you know what I mean. Everyone was down yeah, him, but he was still an RB RB one. I, I think I think as, as we both said this year, I think he's he's going to have a massive bounce back. Right, we will move on to the 49ers and what the hell are they doing? Um, so we've got Seven Coleman, Matt Brader and Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Jeffrey Wilson's still there as well. He was a bit of a waiver wire pickup come and, the end of and, last and, season. And, and most, uh, but he's more of a, um, a special teams guy. Yeah. I um, I really like Matt Brader. Um, I don't think Shanahan does now. But, um, I, I don't think they trust Matt Brader to touch the ball more than 12 times in a game. But that guy played injured last year. Every game. He come back from some really bad injuries and he played. I um, I think it's Tevin Coleman's backfield, if I'm brutally honest. Um, <sighs> it's, it's a... I don't know. I think... I, I agree. I think Tevin Coleman's in the in the in the the driving seat mainly because of his history with Shanahan and Terry Coleman's best season was when he was with Shanahan and, uh, in Atlanta um, I think that 
McKinnon, Coleman, and Breeder will all be used. And I don't think that you can really say, put your hat your hat on one of them and go, oh, this is the guy that's going to do it. I think that... I think Coleman's... The, he's getting drafted the, the earliest, which which I, I agree on. I think that's correct. Yeah. Um, I think McKinnon is being slept on a bit. I do think that people are kind of forgetting him. And I think he's still, he, he, he's still got something to give them. And they paid, him, they paid I, him a lot of money. I have no interest in Jarrett McKinnon. He's never, ever been the bell cow back. I don't, I have no interest in him myself. Yeah. But, um, but I, I, I think it's Tevin Coleman and Matt Brader. Uh, I, I, just, I just think that Shanahan, they brought McKinnon in and they were building the offense around him. Everything, not a, do you know what I mean? They were kind of they bought him because mean, that's yeah. who he wanted, and I don't think one unlucky injury is going to just see them go, just shuffle him away and go. No, no, no it's fine. We don't want anything to do. With you. I think Coleman's probably in the driving seat, as we've said, but I think McKinnon is. If you can get McKinnon late, I don't know what his ADP is, but I think all three of these are going around similar ADP. That's the problem. I Maybe think, I think Tevin Coleman's probably going a couple of rounds higher now. Actually, I think I think Coleman's probably around seventh. I would have thought sixth, seventh. Yeah, but I think Breda and McKinnon are going similar ADP. I know this is probably probably very unpopular, but if I'm sitting there and McKinnon and Breda are, are on the board, I'm taking McKinnon over Breda. I'm taking Breda. So we we uh, we be, we we I'm going. I'm I'm going on the money. We'll put a beer bet on it, shall we? Yeah, we'll find something. Right, let's start from the Seattle, New York here then, Jamie. So we've got Chris Carson, Rashad Penny and JD McKissick. I believe the guy that you want to own in redraft is Chris Carson. And I believe the guy that you want to own in Dynasty is Rashad Penny. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I'm I'm a massive, massive Chris Carson fan. Um, I know you are. <laughs> last year, I was I, I I loved everything I saw from him. I think I love his running style. I love the little flip, front forward flip he did in the game. I can't remember who it was against. I just think it, he kind of runs similar to Devontae Freeman. He's very violent, very much, I'm going to run straight at you, I'm going to try and knock you down. Um, and I think that they want to run the ball. We all know Seattle wants to run the ball so much. And I yep. think that Chris Carson is going to be the guy. And if he continues in the same form as he did last year, I don't care how good they think Rashard Penny could be. Rashard Penny will be a compliment to him. And I see it very much along the line that it could be similar to how the Saints Aaron were. Ingram. Exactly. Yeah. And how the Falcons were with Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Um, and I, th- yeah, I'm, I think... I don't know where Carson's going. I, I, I've been seeing Rashard Penny being drafted ahead of Chris Carson. In the, dynasty, yeah, but in the Dynasty League, I can understand that. In a redraft league, I don't understand it. Yeah, I think even in a Dynasty League, I want the running back who I know is going to do something, who has proven it, who can pass I, block, who can block. Rashard I, Penny hasn't proven anything. He did, uh, UK. I, he did all right I, at the end of last year. but I think the thing with me is I got on a bit of draft capital and Penny was what, a sixth round pick? Or was he undrafted? I can't even remember now. Oh, Rashad um, Penny was a... Uh, not Penny, not Penny. I meant Carson, Carson. sorry. Yeah. He was, he, I think it was a late round. Yeah, um, and Penny was obviously a first round pick. Now, I don't agree with them drafting him in the first round because he was not worthy of that. But um, 
I, I, I always read, especially for Dynasty, I read into draft capital a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, it's, 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 it's a difficult one because, because Carol is gonna be, is gonna pick up both of them, and they're all both amazing. There's no injuries, blah blah, that kind of crap. I, I'm very much, I've, I'm. If Penny, I'm not going to draft Penny before Chris Carson. Okay. Just, that's I just would me. take Penny. I, no, I agree with you in redraft. Because because at that at that round, I don't know what their ADPs are. I'm guessing, God knows. But I've seen Penny being drafted before Carson. But I just think I I'm more likely to build try and build a team that's going to I'm going to win in the next year or two rather than think okay, well I might have to wait three or four two, three or four for Penny to maybe do something. But if you can get both of them, great. But I think if you if you do, you've got to hope one of them slips a couple of rounds or later than the other. It's it's a backfield to watch, definitely. Um, yeah. Whoever whoever's the main guy there is gonna if Oh he's gonna got, eat. They're gonna eat. Oh massively. Yeah. We will move on to the Rams, our last NFC team. And we've got Todd Gurley, Darrell Henderson, and Malcolm Brown. Um, it's a very interesting backfield with what's gone on in the offseason. I've been snapping up shares of Todd Gurley. Um, Darrell Henderson's a very intriguing prospect. And the fact that they brought Malcolm Brown back off... Yeah, um, they, 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 they matched the tender that the, the, the Lions gave him. It makes it even more interesting. And John Kelly's still there as well, who was... An interesting I, prospect coming out. I, I think his days are numbered in yeah. LA, if I'm brutally honest. But yeah. um, he was an interesting prospect coming out. Um, I, as I said, I, I, I think I think we've sort of discussed this before. If you're in a win now position, go and get Todd Gurley. Yeah. Um, I, I I think the real Henderson's value has spiraled out of control. Oh, um, I'm not willing. I'm not. I'm not willing to pay for it. No, nope. uh, but another guy I've been just taking at the back end of the drafts is Malcolm Brown. Yeah, totally. I why why have they matched it and then gone and drafted the guy? I know they spent some decent draft capital on Henderson, but why have they matched it? I don't. Is Brown going to be the goal line thumper? And if that's I, the case, that's the guy you want. I think Malcolm Brown's the the replacement, not replacement. He's the backup to Gurley. I don't think Henderson is. You you think again? It's going to be a Kamara Ingram sort of situation. Well, with no, I, I, th- I think they'll probably try and limit Gurley to, I don't know, anywhere from 15 to 19 touches a game. And I think even, if, even with that, I think Todd Gurley, if he does that for 15, 14 games in the season, I still think he can be a top seven running back of the year. Yep, definitely. Um, there's not really a lot more to say on the situation, really. I just we've sort of we've told you before. If you're in a win now position, go and get Todd Gurley. I, redraft Todd Gurley scares me. I, I, like I've said before, I've been taking Melvin Gordon over him, Joe Mixon. Um, I'm trying to think if I would take anyone else. I would take David Johnson over Todd Gurley now. Um, yes, but Adam Gase is an idiot, as we know. Yeah. Um, um, would I take James Connor? No, this is where it does get interesting. Um, it's easy for me. I'll take Connor over Gurley there. 
for me, I'd take Connor. I think I would take the chance on Gurley. But that's that, I think that's where he's sort of... I think that's where we're at with Todd Gurley. That's what I'm saying in any yeah. sort of any any format really, um, but yeah, it's, again, just keep monitoring it. It's something to monitor. Um, but that is our RB rooms done and dusted. Maybe we should start doing the wide receiver rooms next week. Yeah, no, that'll be interesting, mate. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, we, maybe we'll do the AFC wide receiver rooms next week when Mr. Big Chest is back. Oh yes. Right, the time has come for the one and the only Robbie Aguayo Corner, where it'll either be a hit. No, no, probably won't. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a miss. We all know that. Probably a wide right one as well. Um, Jack, what have you got, mate? Hit, miss, or both? Um, I've got a couple of hits. Jesus. <laughs> <Becky Christ. laughs> um, one is the weather. Thank, thank God it's sunny at last. I've literally come home from work. Oh, God, there goes my pizza box. I've literally um, come home from work every night this week and just sat in the garden, which is just, you know, it's nice. Um Nice to get nice to get a pre tan before I go on holiday next week. <laughs> <laughs> um and I have a couple of beers. Uh my second hit is the podcast we done last week with Long Snapper. I know we mentioned it at the start. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was a great laugh. So um thanks for that guys. We really enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. Um and my third hit is I'm in the fantasy football down under bowl. So I'm representing the UK against the Aussies. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, I, I got into that. And I also, um, I'm also in the UK sort of version of the... It's only, a bit of, it's only a bit of a laugh and, you know, just don't take yourself too seriously with it. It's just all, it's all a laugh. And, um, yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to competing in them leagues. It's going to be good fun against 180 people in both leagues. Yeah, it should be good fun, mate. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, what have I got? Um, surprise, surprise. I think it's going to be a miss. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what was it, on Monday? Yeah, Monday. I had a good day, actually. Really good day. Shit. I was mowing someone's lawn and their, their mower, which I use, the drive cable snapped all the way through. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just get mine out oh. and use mine. Started using mine. Um, black smoke started pouring out the side of it. Brilliant. So I had to take both of those to go get, to get them. Yeah. See what? Don't take that in London. <laughs> no chance, mate. I'll get charged. Sadiq Khan won't like you. Oh, he'll charge me. So I had to go and take it to go get fixed. So I got mine, mine repaired, and it was about 180 odd quid. And then the other one's been repaired, and I picked that up on Monday for the client. And then on Tuesday, I was getting on a sit on a ride on lawnmower and just about to start getting going. And I put my foot down on the brake to engage the blades, and the brake just decided to stick. 
So that had to get fixed. So this no. week I've I've been the mower killer, <laughs> which has been a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, uh, I'll have a hit. Might as well. Oh, the weather's pretty nice. Topping off from a tan. Yeah, exactly. It's lovely weather. All good. Uh, uh, say what it is, but just keep your eyes peeled on my Twitter screen. It it, it does involve the Bucks Panthers meet up. So um, lovely, lovely. Just watch. Uh, you can find our work on Um Our Twitter handle is at kickers underscore. Um, yeah, that's that is us done. And um, oh, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. We um, might as well just introduce, m- mention the fact that we're starting up a twelve-man auction dynasty league. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. I'm going to set that up tonight. Actually, um, that's too many. There'll be, there'll, there'll, there'll be some buy-in. I would have thought. I, I would have thought so. Yeah, no, very small, very small. I've never done an auction league, so I'm looking forward oh, mate, to it. They're good fun. They're bloody brilliant. Steve doesn't them. like it because he took Thomas Rules. <laughs> <laughs> he spent all his money on Thomas Rules. <laughs> oh, um, quack, quack, sorry, quack. <laughs> sorry, Steve. I had to get it in. Um, <laughs> we will see you next week. That was and last I, year. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week. And like I said, um, I think we'll start with these wide receiver rooms next week. Yeah, that'll be good fun. Stay, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the sunshine, everyone, and put sunshine lotion on. Enjoy your beer. Yeah, take care. Yeah.